So we're now going into some of the other examples that the Chavis Halavavis is going to bring us of what's the mile of having betochen? Umehen. From them. Menuchas hanefesh v'aguf min ha-maisim ha-koshim. Well, we've mentioned this a little bit earlier. And that is menuchas hanefesh, the peace of mind of a person that doesn't have to work so hard. You know why? Because he knows that he's only working hard to make a living. But if you really trust in Hashem, you don't have to work extra hard. You might have to work hard, but you won't have to work extra hard. And the various types of work that basically make a person very, very tired. And he, why does he do this? Because he doesn't trust in Hashem. But if he really trusts in Hashem all the way, then he wouldn't put himself through the most crazy situations, work and other things. Last time, if you remember, we discussed traveling. We said people travel far away to make a parnosa. What do you mean? You have parnosa right in the, right in the way where, place where you live. Why are you traveling so far? Because you think that Hashem cannot give you parnosa in the place where you are. And that's untrue. And that's what he's saying over here as well. That the menucha sanefesh that a person has knowing that the Rebbe is supporting him. I don't have to work extra hard. I don't have to do things that are going to make me so tired. Because the Rebbe can give me panasa even without those things. Ba'azoiv. Avoida samalochim. And he will be able to go away from the work of the king. What does that mean? That means people think that uh, various people can help them. People in the government, people in high places. Oh, these people are, are good. You know why? If I, if I get friendly with them, maybe they'll give me a job, or maybe they'll give me panos, or maybe they'll, whatever it may be. So who are you putting your trust in? Once again, people. Other things. Not the Rabbani Shalom. Right? And all of the things that they make, all the parties. And you'll be involved in all the heat of these people, what they do. In other words, when you get involved in people because you trust in them, you'll be involved in their behavior as well. And that's why it's a very, very dangerous thing. But if a person really has been talking about he tries to find a way to make a that which will give him more menuchas hanefesh, the shame toivloi, and will give him a good name. Whereas, a person doesn't trust in Hashem. He trusts in people, especially if those people are in the government. All sorts of corrupt people, fake news, and all these things. So it's going to lead him to act in those ways. will give him a bad name, and can lead into all sorts of terrible problems. And therefore, once he has trust in Hashem, and once he realizes that he can't put his trust in the other people, what he's done is, he's uh, freed up his heart, in other words, to, tra- to, to be able to spend time in Avodah Hashem. Right? Which will help him to basically do all of his obligations of Torah. Right? With all of the rest of his emunah with Hashem. Because he realizes who runs the world. In other words, because all of these things that you try and do of getting funny with this one and getting involved in that one because you think it's going to help you, in the end, will not. It won't add and it won't detract from anything that you do. Hashem runs the world. Hashem gives you a parnasa. Yeah, you might have to do a shtadlis. You might have to know the right people and make the right contacts, but don't rely on those people. The only thing that's going to change you 
is exerah from Hashem Kamoshinama Kiloimi Moitsiamara Veloimi Midba Horim Kilakim Shafet. Is the Rabbani Shalonim is the judge. Zayashbil Vizayorim. Who's the one? That raises people up and lowers them down. It's the Rabbi Nishlan. Who's the one that decides if they're going to be wealthy or poor? If they're going to be happy or sad? And what goes on in their life? It is the Rabbi Nishlan. So people go all over the world to do various things. They have to realize at the end of the day, they are subject to the Rabbi Nishlan's decisions. But Omar, famous pasuk, Hashem roi loyachsa, binoiz desha yabitseni almei menuchois yinaaleni. We say this all the time, if you remember, every single day in Ashray. Well, just true. Very good. Very good. Excellent. Someone, somebody, Chalashidas over here. Umehen, other uh, examples of benefits of having Vedachan. Miut sar nafshoi, bemischoi, imtisakiv etzloi or pragmatia. What happens if you spend a sach gelt? You buy a property, you buy a big place. And you're expecting someone's going to buy it off you. Or for example, you put up a lot of money into various merchandises, products. You're like, oh, this is going to be the latest craze. You heard about this rumor that the latest craze, you know, it used to be the fidget spinners. I remember when I went to America on one of the trips for Yeshiva. Uh, it was probably like a year or two ago. I don't remember when it was. It, it, fidget spinners just came out. It was just, it was just like a thing, right? Not, you guys even know, you remember they were, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I remember my kids were like, you have to get this type this type and this type and I had to spend a sach gelt on all these types of you know merchandise can you imagine if I figured to myself ooh this would be a great business we'll support the yeshiva it'll be amazing right they don't have all these fancy American fidget spinners over here we'll go to America and we'll go Kanainaho we'll stock up on all the latest ones we'll bring them back to Eretz people are going to buy them my kids will sell them ooh we'll make a sach gelt the yeshiva will be able to support itself for years to come for some fidget spinners halavai right and I come back to Eretz sorry next craze um, what was the craze we had after that? Uh, Rubik's Cube. Yeah, very good. That, that was the next trip I went to America. I had to buy the Rubik's Cube. So everyone forgets about it. There was one even before that. There was these rubber bands. In like, in like, what? Silly, Silly bands? Very good, yeah. yeah it's unbelievable. There's a big company in New York that imported it after the thing and they're stuck with everything. Like beautiful. They're stuck with not beautiful for them. They should have. They flew by ear. Yeah. They don't miss the trend. Oh, they flew by air, especially that you get there quicker. So let me ask you a question. Let's say you buy all of these pieces. You invested $500,000. You come to the place, it's gone. Are you going to be happy or sad? Huh? You're going to be upset? Why? But maybe Hashem, this was his plan, right? So this is obviously what Hashem wanted. If you really believe in Hashem, you're not going to be sad. Why are you going to be sad? <laughs> Hashem did this to you. This is great for you. You know how many people did this? They were involved in things of medical, the masks, and all these things. All of a sudden came Corona. Wow! They could use them and everything. They had no idea. Who knew such a thing was going to happen? Why? Or like that famous, those two brothers in um, Crown Heights. Right? I think they were in Crown Heights. Two Lubavitcher brothers. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, that was the story that they say. The famous story that um, their, their business was uh, lending iPads to companies to make meetings and stuff like that for like when they make big meetings everyone needs an iPad with graphs and charts and whatever and they just invested like a ton of money in thousands of these iPads for their new you know they're going to upgrade the business and Corona hit every business is closed nobody's making meetings anymore they will start they're like oh my gosh we just invested a fortune of our money the first thing they did Rabbi Say was not call up their charity organizations and say stop the charity uh, direct debit, credit card, her, Keva thing, because we've got no money. You know what they did? 
They said, double it. I, we've got no income, we've got no panasa. Double the money we give to Sudaka, Hashem will help us. They doubled it. All of a sudden, Zoom became famous. And every school in the country wanted to buy for all of their students Zoom. They made a fortune of money. Okay? What does that show? Hashem runs the world. You don't understand it. You don't see it. It doesn't make any sense to you. Who cares? The Rabbani Shem runs the world. And that's what the Chaim Zalavavah says. Tanakas over here. One of the Gavaldic benefits of Betochen. Mishumiut Tsar Nafshoi. Bemischorai im Tisakiv Etzloi Pragmatia. Oi. Im La Yuchalik Mois Chaivoi. Let's say you lend someone money. And you can't get the money back. Guy went bankrupt. You can't find him anymore. He's not answering your emails. What are you going to do now? Oh my gosh. <gasps> What's going to be? How am I going to sleep at night because the guy owes me money? Uh, excuse me. God, he runs the world. If he wants you to have the money, you get the money, whether from him or from someone else. Again, it's all about having betochen. You, you see again and again, by the way, page and page over here, of how much that if you learn to live with this and you put this into your daily practice of life, your life will be a different life. You'll never get upset anymore. You'll never get stressed anymore. Everything will be happy and great because you realize that Hashem runs the world. Let's let a person get sick. Very, something very common, unfortunately. But if a person gets sick, he gets upset, right? Who knows your body better than you? Better than the biggest doctor, biggest surgeon, biggest professor in Harvard University. Knows nothing compared to the Rabbi Nishalolam. Rabbi Nishalolam built your body. There's no one who knows your body more than the Rabbi Nishalolam. If he made you sick, he can, he can heal you. If he doesn't, then that's what the Rabbi Nishalolam wants. But if he does, he has the ability to. The Rabbi Nishalolam wants better for you than you want for yourself. Any situation that happens to you, you're happy. When Noyach became a zookeeper in the Teva, he could have been very upset. Why? Because he became a zookeeper. And he wanted to learn all day and write Chidushim and give Sheh and write Sfarim. He didn't want to be a zookeeper and feed lions and monkeys and snakes. But if the Rebunshim put me in this situation, then I'm happy. Because every situation the Rebunshim puts me in, I'm happy. People get married. And they're like, and I've heard this, by the way, from people. I've had a guy came to me once, four weeks after the wedding. Rabbi, I married the wrong girl. What do you mean you married the wrong girl? What does that mean? So he started to explain, no, no, it could be situations, and there's a medical issue, whatever. So I'm not talking about that. Talking about a situation, we, we, we pinned it down, that in his head, he imagined from the time that he was young, he's going to marry girl A. And this was not girl A, this was girl B. He couldn't he could bring into himself that this was the right girl. I said to him, hold on a second. The Rebunshim runs the world. He makes Shaduchim. He put you with this girl. Why? Because maybe this is what you need to work on your midas, to work on your character. Hard? Oh yeah. But that's the only way you're going to get to your tachlis in this world. Now, I'm not saying certain times in Akhanami, certain times a person has to go for help or taka. If it gets to that, has to separate. But in most situations, what do you mean you married the wrong girl? You married the girl that Rabbi wanted you to marry. Ah, it's not perfect. It's not the way you thought it would be. It's not the way Hollywood told you it would be. Too bad. That's your problem. That's your problem because you filled your mind with all of Hollywood and then you expect to get married and you expect it to play like a Hollywood movie. Guess what? It doesn't. It's far from the truth. Okay? And therefore, a person has to live with it. You know how much of a happier yeah. marriage you're going to have? You're going to have the happiest marriage in the world. Because whatever your wife does, you're like, this is what God wanted. Beautiful. Why would you not be happy? 
Moshe has to finish off over here. There's a couple more things and we have to finish. You think Hashem put you down this wall to make you like the funny? Let's put George down and make him a laughing stock. No, it doesn't work that way. God put you for your benefit. Just like, for example, if you've ever taken a baby to have a bath, the baby is kicking and screaming, Get me out of here! I don't want to have a bath now! It's not once a week! Come on, man! And you're like, no, you need a bath. And you give the baby a bath. But the baby's like, you're so mean. No, I'm doing it for your benefit. The bunch of does everything for our benefit. The chitulai. Um, and, and changing the bit, the changing the nappy, uksirosai, vatarosai, alkorche. All of these things you give a child medicine. The, the child is like you in chutzpah. This is what my parent gives me. This horrible, disgusting tasting food. The one says it's for your benefit. We just don't realize it. The Rebbeinu is exactly the same and even better. Kamosh omudob and melech olav shalom im noy shivisi v'doymamti nafshi kegomul olai imoy kegomul olai nafshi. And that's what it is. Okay, Rabbi Sai, I'm going to end with one last kavaldegi yisoid, and that is as follows. Um, Says the Chovus Halavavus, the Kavan, she be'alti mitoeltoi, mitoeelos, habitochem berekim and also mitoezem oilam. I just explained to you, he says, all the gavaldiga benefits of having betochen in your life, in a physical way, in an emotional way, in a spiritual way. Mashin is damini, evar atom inyan betochen shivadvarim. I'm now going to explain seven things of betochen. We're not going to do it now, we're just going to go through his, his um, table of contents. The first one, Mahu Betochen. We, we didn't do that yet. What on earth is Betochen? We're busy discussing how great Betochen is and how much your life is better. But what is Betochen? I don't know. We'll explain that. But Shane, the second thing. Besibas Betochen Abrim. What do you need in order to have Betochen? But Shlishi, Bevero, His Gadmus, Asheba, Abor, Nishabu, Betochen, Malakim, Vachiva, Esav, Gazibois. All the things that you have an obligation to trust in the Rabbinish Shalom. And all of these things. Right? The full thing. Right? Certain things that you have to um, give shvach for good and, 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 and bad for the bad. Certain things that you do, certain things that you don't. You lack betochem. The sick thing. People that run for tithes in this world. Whatever they get, they want. People that basically want uh, something from Hashem beforehand. Things that make it difficult to have Famous song. But it also happens to be a Gavaldiga Posuk in Yimyo, which is a Gavaldiga Yisrael, and that tells us that if we trust in Hashem, we have a Gavaldiga life. And Be'ez Hashem, tomorrow we'll go to the first thing, which is the most important thing, which you cannot miss, Rabbi Say. After all this discussion of Betochen, what is Betochen? That will do tomorrow. Have a wonderful day.